When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a very special Halloween episode of Spirits Podcast. Uh, we wanted to give you some spooky stories from one of America's up-and-coming communities, uh, the city of Redline. Uh, we reached out to Third Sight Media and spoke to them a little bit about the strange and unusual happenings of Redline. But honestly, it's what happened after the episode that was particularly spooky. Since our recording with Third Sight's media rep, Michael Tate, we were having trouble getting in touch with him. We reached out with some follow-up questions, figure out his Twitter link, stuff like that, but we didn't get a reply. We reached out to Third Sight also and found out that not only has the company shuttered, but Michael is apparently missing. Isn't that super freaky? I was kind of torn over whether or not we should release this episode, actually. Well, you know what? We were giving... Uh, we talked about it and we are going we're going to give you our listeners the full interview that we had with michael and unedited for content if anyone has heard anything from michael you should contact us or the redline police Uh, we're not ones that usually entertain conspiracy theories and stuff Uh, but when the last person to speak to the supposed mayor of redline before he disappeared now also disappeared himself we're going to raise some eyebrows about that. Yeah, two data points is two data points. You know, it's it's not just one person with an odd story in a crowd. So anyway, we hope that you're safe, Michael. Yeah. Um, but first off, Amanda, let's uh, talk about who our sponsor is for this episode. Yes. So this episode is brought to you by Cambridge Central Square Community College Commuter Campus, the CCSCCCC. The CCSCCCC is now proudly serving the mobile community of Redline, from Alewife to Braintree and everywhere in between. Are you interested in going back to school, looking to get your degree in ethnocentric historical perspectives? Froyo business management. Existential baseball quandary resolution. Or philosophy? CCSCCCC is a school for you. So I think, Amanda, we are ready to get to the creepy, cool myths that we talked about with Michael. Hopefully he's doing okay. Yeah, we, we wish you all the best. Remember, y'all, you can find us at Spirits Podcast all over the internet. And in the meantime, enjoy this Halloween special episode of Spirits Podcast. So, Amanda, you know that I spent many of my formative years in Boston. You did. So did I. Getting really drunk. <laughs> There's a lot of drinking going yeah, on there. our college years. Yeah. Um, so I went to Northeastern University. Go Huskies. Um, and I unfortunately left Boston before the Redline referendum happened because that's the definition of creepy and cool. I know. And like the coolest infrastructural thing to happen. Yes. And, and you I know. Were there for it. <laughs> I know how much you love infrastructure. <laughs> we do. Um, but... I thought that because, you know, um, just the creation of a new city uh, creates urban legends, just as we are humans, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, So I thought we would do some urban legends of the red line. Uh, And I thought there was no better way of picking a uh, picking the brain of someone who knows the red line by than by reaching out to uh, Third Sight Media, which I almost did a co-op at, actually. Oh, really? Part of your degree? Yeah. uh, Instead of, I was going to go into, you know, some journalism stuff, but I ended up doing public history. uh, And I I ended up working 
working at the New England Historic Genealogical Society instead. You did. You did. You did lots of like gluing old books together and being like, Amanda, I'm touching Abigail Adams' hair. <laughs> there was a lot of touching <laughs> Abigail Adams' hair. Correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, I reached out to uh, Third Sight Media. And uh, luckily, we have Michael Tate uh, on the line, who's going to talk to us about some urban legends. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, this is Michael. Uh, Michael Tate. Hi. Hi. So, uh, Michael, do you want to get us started on some spooky uh, red line urban legends? Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> wow. We're going right into it. Um, are we are, are we recording yet? Yes, we are. Oh, don't uh, worry. Okay. You got this. Um, all right, I uh, I have I have some notes here. I should have probably uh, not stapled them together. Um, uh, Aww, oh, you made notes. Thank you. Yeah, I typed them up and then I had to. Uh, I went to the library and had them printed out, and um, that's that's actually not too bad of a deal, really. I I can't have a a, a, a printer at my place. It's kind of like um uh, just just a hammock. Really? Most, most okay. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's um, it's Minimalist. weird. They call it, yeah, it's at Porter. It's at Porter Square, and um, you know, it's uh, I mean, this isn't an urban legend, but it's just a little bit of understanding as to 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 what the red line is like. I don't, I don't know if you guys have been there, um, but um, yet, I haven't no. had a chance to go back to Boston yet. So oh, you should to- you should totally check it out. It's it's um, it's a little strange. It's a little okay. um, it's a little, it's a little uh, creepy, a little uh, cool. I guess that was almost our um, thing. I appreciate that. Very good. Well, oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, it, we call it like the Equal, Ewok Village, especially there because it's all like these these hammock apartments. And um, and I Amanda, don't if- do you know what Ewoks are from? Are they the furry ones from Star Wars? Yes, you did good. Nice, nailed it. I'm proud of you. Thank They're you. the little little guys. They're like Chewbacca's, but shrunk shrunked. I liked those guys. They were very cute. They were like they were they were too cute. Like every other alien in Star Wars is just horrible looking, and and then the Chewbacca's or the, sorry the Ewoks are just so cute. That was a yeah. bold statement against all of the alien races in Star Wars, Amanda. I mean, they're they're more like traditionally what we think of as aliens, like yes, okay. slimy skin or yeah. you know blue like trunk noses and, and all vaguely kinds of stuff. reptilian, vaguely reptilian. Gotcha. Are there Same. reptilians in uh, Redline? Uh, no. No, uh, okay. I mean, I, we haven't found any yet. I mean, that would probably... Not yet. You know, to be honest, I, at this point, I, I don't know, we, we could. I mean, there's lots of weird stuff that, that we get to see, and there's certainly a lot of urban uh, myths and legends that um, that make their way around uh, the communities. Um, so, you know, we, we have uh, a, a few that um, Third Sight had given me. Some of these, I, I, I personally, I don't, I, I hadn't personally heard of, but I, I have notes and stuff on them, and I can answer questions i guess but i have um uh uh t- tunnel dwellers uh there's like this whole Whoa. thing about tunnel dwellers um and and you know so like um so look there's rumors of like the, the like the secret communities um are known as tunnel dwellers and uh, they're hidden deep within the the tunnels of the red line so um some of the things about them that that that, that people talk about um are the fact that the um that the tunnel dwellers have uh, carved out spaces uh, far beyond the regular known tunnels. Like they they have like dug like for real deep, deep, deep tunnels further out um, all oh. throughout Boston and Cambridge uh, in which to build like their little uh, hidden cities. Um, I, I, I don't I've never come across that personally. But to be honest, there are certain tunnels you just don't want to stroll down um, at certain sure. times. Um, like any neighborhood, there's the places that you, you know, exactly. don't go alone after dark. Exactly. And it didn't take long for this type of stuff to happen. It, 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 it's like almost like the second the referendum went through and people got down there, it, 
like they were already good block, bad block, but tunnels. Mm. So like any like any community building. Yeah. What I'm concerned about with these uh, these tunnels that apparently exist outside of the red line tunnels. Um, Boston's a coastal city. Are they? Uh, yeah. Are they excavating properly. That would worry me about the uh, stability of the city itself. Right. Because like, what if they like go right out into the ocean and then like they flood out the the tunnels? That, that's just that not good. Like, the bedrock could get compromised. Like you don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not good. Right. New England, just a pile of rocks are like, this is closest that, to Ireland that we could get. Goodbye. I don't know if these tunnel dwellers have uh, architecture or uh, structural engineering degrees. Look, you don't know. Maybe there's a systemic problem at the local architecture school and, and they're just being, people are being driven to take up the like minimalist tunnel dwelling, yeah. semi-camping lifestyle. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we, there's no like rule about what a tunnel dweller could be. I mean, they could be mm-hmm. very, very well organized or th- they could be um, kind of uh, like... Um, like chuds, uh, you know, uh, tr- troglodyte type uh, yeah. uh, people. Um, you but, get some um, full mole people action going on here. Yeah, they, they could be. Yeah, they could be Morlocks, maybe. Um, but uh, <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of really what I'm getting at here is that is that I think that once you start living underground, people start creating their own little bits of of truth and and fiction and and start mixing them a little bit. So you know, like they've already gotten this reputation for for being. Um, you know, somewhat mischievous and that, that they sabotage some of the, the, the trains and that, um, you know, they kind of like gremlins esque. Yeah, like right. Exactly. Like they're stealing things from like mechanical parts to like build their own stuff to dig. And, and that, that's kind of like the, the, the rumor that surrounds them. Um, OK, the, proposal, proposal. Uh-huh. Go for it. What if there were chaotic good tunnel dwellers <laughs> where instead of stealing parts and disrupting train service, they like without telling anybody, finished the Second Avenue subway and excavated a new tunnel and extended it down to the Lower East Side in Chinatown. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? That's your or, New Yorker reference yeah, there. Yeah, or, or they, like, cleared debris from the track so that track fires don't happen. Or when someone falls, someone dashes out of the tunnel, like, pops them back up, gives them a little, a little boost, and, you know, they just keep the trains running on time, quietly, right. from beneath. Yeah, yeah, to give a, a good spin on the tunnel dwellers. I'm yeah. just saying it would be very helpful if they're if they're there underground, unseen, omnipresent. Then like, help me get to work on time. <laughs> well, that that's kind of like the best case scenario, really. I think is that that maybe that that they that they are uh, doing something helpful, but uh, most people don't think that. Most people think that they're eating people. Um, I try to uh, look on the bright side, even for people who have forsaken the sun. <laughs> yeah, you know, because because since we don't see them so much, they 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 people start making up things about like you know they're 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 certain that oh this guy disappeared. Meanwhile, he could have just moved out of the red line, and 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 so it always becomes about you know like he got eaten by a tunnel dweller. Oh um, man, that's not good. <laughs> and like yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we don't want to confront the reality that like Ben is gay and his parents kicked him out, or or like Julie really just wanted to like get out of town and become a doctor elsewhere. Um, right, and it's it's easier to say you know oh man tunnel dwellers you know they got him <laughs> right, or you just wanted fresh air. Um, you know that that that's you know it, it freaks people out sometimes. Is that you know what are you going up up to the surface for for fresh air? And I don't know, people get weird. Um, so Want to yeah, see some so, grass maybe? You know, I don't know. <laughs> so they also think though that, and then this is also another little rumor is that they use, uh, subway rats as messengers or, or spies, um, uh, uh, that, that are in fact rats themselves that, that, um, spy and then come back and, and, and tell on people. It's like pizza rat to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 
It's pretty crazy. Uh, but, you know, I think the, the, the thing to take away here is that there, there there's always some element of, of truth, right, to to these things is that is that I think in this case, what you have is you, you have these in homeless encampments that, uh, you know, that we're very well aware of uh, in the, some of the unused tunnels. Um, and, and the camps are, you know, were at least uh, semi-permanent um, splicing in uh, water and, and electric lines serving as as other you know parts of the city. Uh, these people don't actually, you know, call themselves tunnel dwellers. They're just people. So, you know, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. People who happen to live in tunnels. It's yes. fine. Exactly. I mean, th- technically we all do down there. So that is you know, true. It's probably not wow. fair to single them out. Right. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. What are houses, but detached tunnels above ground. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We uh, all know. live in tunnels when it comes down to it. Listen, yeah. we all live in tunnels of our own making, man. We all let our, <laughs> we all let our, I'm trying to channel my, my drunken college self trying gotcha. to like out talk philosophy bros from BC and bars. Thank you um, for that. Being like, listen, man, you know, we all just like, we just like make a tunnel for ourselves in our mind. We had to like on the same track, man. Got to like open it up. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to say, you guys are really great because I was a little scared coming on. So I'm already really relaxed. I really appreciate Aww. it. Well, we're glad, Michael. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. It's uh, I I was I I know you guys usually you guys usually have drinks on the show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't have a drink, so I was like I was like, oh, how am I gonna how am I gonna deal? And and so you know I I because I mean, never mind. I'll just I'll just keep on with the the uh, thing. I just I don't want to. I don't want to derail, you know. No, so. man, I get it. I get yeah. it. You know, uh, your drink could be tea. Your drink could be coffee. It doesn't matter. As long as we're having fun and building communities together. Yeah, man. The real narcotic is enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get, just like, get excited about your myth and you're on board with us. Right. Like I can have like a, I could have tea, right? And tea would be exactly. something for my yes. spirit maybe. And, and hey. that, would, that would tie in, I think. So that, that's, yeah, I like it. I like, the, I like that take on it and I don't feel so just so unincluded now in the drinking. So that's good. Um, no, you got it, man. So. So I have, why did I state this? Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, uh, Charlie on the MTA, do you, do, you, do you know the whole thing with Charlie on the MTA? Like, in the, um, no. I, I know that your Charlie card is the thing you use to get on the sub, uh, the the metro. No, God, why do I not remember the T? The T. <laughs> I've lived in too many cities at this point. I don't know the names for the subways anymore. <laughs> well, the thing about the, 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 well, Charlie on the MTA is like, a song, but 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 now it's kind of taken its own whole thing about where um, the idea is that this man uh, bought a ticket to get on the um, uh, MBTA, but neglected to bring enough cash to purchase uh, an exit fare, and then he got stuck on the MTA forever. Ooh. Which oh I my think, god, that's ex- awesome! <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have, but all right. So out of most of the things that are here, I don't normally uh, buy into stuff like that, but I, I I I kind of believe in 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 some degree some like element of spirit, right? So mm-hmm. like and and that's just not a coincidence about the show and all. I just mean like, you know, I do I do believe in in that that you know that there's at least maybe something going on. Some uh, animating force, sure. Yeah. So so the, so part part of the thing that 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 they that they talk about a lot is that, you know, um, you know, while, while we all know that the that the song is a complete work of fiction, uh, that many of the two writers uh, have claimed to have seen Charlie's ghost while riding the rails, you know, uh, well, similar to uh, uh, the mayor of Redline issues. But I, I, I'll get into that guy in a sec. Um, sure. So but, uh, it, it, you know, um, but here's the thing is that is that is that it could possibly be something along those lines because, you know, uh, spirits and all, you know, they 
kind of real. Hell yeah. And uh, it's also interesting, the few times that I rode the red line when I was in Boston, because I was more green line and orange line when I was living there. So what I remember vividly from uh, being in Boston and riding the red line was I remember that they had ads that uh, they would specifically like almost like do multiple of them in a row so that as you're going by in the train, mm. uh, it oh. almost looked like the picture was moving. Yeah. So it could be something like that. Oh that my God, could be you're kind right. of the vibe. I, think, I, I yeah. love that idea. I am terrified though of the idea that like you're just looking out the subway in a tunnel, expect not to see anything and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like another train, whatever. <laughs> like scary, scary man face in, in the window. Like I, I don't like that whatsoever. You know, Julia, how much I dislike the trope of like in horror movies looking behind you, there's someone in the mirror. Like I just hate that idea of a face being where a face should not be and well, i do not want to see that on my commute it's like that uh it's like that uh cylindrical uh children's toy where like there's the image and you spin the thing and, and yes. it's got the slots and then the, the image moves as it spins it's kind of like it was that. like it was like the height of technology in 1910 it was something trope not heliotrope that's a something, something. like that yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't all i know is that it was in a movie i watched once uh house on haunted hill and, a trope uh i don't know but what i do know is i studied media theory in college so my degree was in literature but i also did a lot of like you know media theory and like how's the internet changing what we read and what we write and all that kind of stuff um and one of my favorite readings was a scholar called shivel bush um who wrote kind of the first examination of how you know historically train travel changed the way that people think and read and see and like at the time scholars were so nervous that and just people in the world that trains would like break our brains, man, you know, that like seeing the world go by that quickly, because otherwise it was it was horseback. And so at most you can get up to whatever, 30 miles an hour at a real gallop, you know, but not for that long. And so the question was, like, if you're sitting still and looking out the window and the world is passing you by so quickly, like, does it is it going to break your eyesight? Are people going to adapt to, to see things that quickly out the window? Like, what does it mean to read a newspaper and then look up and see the world just like flying by you or like seeing the first talkie? Right. It's like yeah. before that, the movie would be silent. There'd be an organist, you know, somebody in the theater playing along and, you know, great, whatever, fine. But to, to see, to hear the people on the screen, what? Like that would have been yeah. so crazy. Do you, there had to have been people that really just freaked out. Yeah. Or I mean, in, in a way, it's kind of the opposite, this origin of the Charlie myth of um, people who wouldn't be photographed or who wouldn't sit for, um, I don't know how it's pronounced, but uh, deregotype. Darica type, the like predecessor to photography, like Mm -hmm. very long exposure photos, um, because there was a fear of, you know, the the photo takes something from me, captures your soul, my spirit, exactly. Um, and so it's kind of the opposite of that, right? Where like a rendering of a person is is creating a spirit or is projecting this myth, the spirit into the world. I think it's very cool. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Don't don't take them on any you know universal tour rides or anything like that. That's (laughs) yeah. No one make a gif of this image. I think it would then take over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. It's craziness. Um, so like, uh, I, I, do we have more time for, for more? These, of course we do. These things. Cause I mean, I, I feel uh, like time I'm... is an illusion, man. Talk however long <laughs> you want. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Uh, so look, I also, uh, all right, this is one of the craziest ones and I'm saving the best for last, not this one, but the one after it. Uh, so th- yeah. Cause, cause this one is actually some, this one isn't one that is as near and dear to me. This is actually an example of something that I think is kind of like a bunch of hooey. Uh, so I, uh, I okay, so they're making me say this. So apparently, there's like a a a, a rat king. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> a, a, a rat king in a rat city. 
Uh, yeah. So look, all right. So look, we obviously have a, a big rat pro- problem in in Boston. So so and yeah, any and, uh, large metropolitan area does. Yeah, but right. especially the wharf ones. <laughs> yeah, Y'all got real bad in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> so you know uh, some of the some of the things that that they do say about the Rat King, as much as it makes me shudder to say, um, uh, uh, you know. So you know, they, there's kind of got that that uh, you know the. Uh, the intelligent ones have like an instinctive knowledge of transit technologies, which they love to mess with. Uh, and, that and is appar- vaguely horrifying, Michael. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, that's really out there. But like, they think like uh, possibly influenced by World War II pilot gremlin lore. That that that, that, that <gasps> this is that this is Whoa. yeah. Um, you know, some believe that the uh, the Rat King um, was created by the mayor himself. Uh, uh, Mayor Ch- uh, uh, Chelmsworth, um, who after successfully created, uh, you know, our new city, uh, decided to um, set himself a new goal on creating a non-human civilization. That's which, very mad scientist. I that's, like it. That's a, that's a big <laughs> leap, though. That's like saying, oh, okay, I won my minor league softball tournament. I want to go try it for the Yankees. Do the Yankees even exactly. have tryouts? No, they just buy people. That's not how it works. Exactly. I'm going to make my own World Series. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. The Red Sox. That was very insensitive of me, actually. <laughs> <was> really insensitive <laughs> of you. Excuse sorry. you. It's I'm okay. really thrown off by the Rat King thing. I don't like it. It's okay. Like, if it's just between us and, 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 and whatnot and, and, and whoever listens to the show as well is that i'm not a i'm not a red Sox fan i'm not a, a fan of baseball really so damn michael all yeah. right yeah yeah i watch a lot of tv and and movies and i squeeze a lot of stress balls so uh um, fair enough don't yeah. we all yeah so living down there there we, we are seeing an influx of of rats um uh, uh being able to sustain themselves because there's trash and there's all sorts of uh, lovely things that they're attracted to so yes but, the things that rats need to live yeah it really is amazing how well engineered cities are to support rats like i know it's not with the intention and pigeons and pigeons right just the idea of like densely populated lots of refuse lots of water you know lots of hidden crevices for you to go in like an unending array of garbage you know it's uh it's pretty good yeah yeah, no, for the I rats mean, at least. For the rats, yeah. No, it's it's all it's all relative, man. Well, I see lots of rats all the time. I mean, but I I would I would buy into the idea that maybe somebody at some point has or is going to use them as career uh, rats, and I think maybe that would be the best use of them because you know I don't want to see them get hurt or anything like that, and you know yeah, you know, maybe just, there's just a way to that adds to society, like create a meme like Pizza Rat. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Or just maybe an entertainment show made out of them or something like that where they can they can perform and do circus routines or something. Live your dream, man. Uh, so, look, this kind of all feeds back into, like, I, I mentioned Chelmsworth. Now, do you do you guys know, like, what happened? With I do. The... Amanda might not. Listen, man, I'm a New Yorker. I don't, <laughs> I don't journey north that often. I still often. have friends in Boston. I hear all the news. Like the give, info... me, give me a quick uh, quick synopsis. Okay, well, all right. So, look, this this guy, uh, this uh, I'm gonna try to use my my, my nice words. Um, decided that his life was incomplete without taking on a task that he had no uh, intention on following through with. That he set into motion many of things, which one of them included uh, me becoming homeless briefly. But probably, you know, that's that's really neither here nor there. Um, but. Uh, so so he he decides he wants to uh, secede the red line. 
from uh, from the rest of, of Boston to become its own its own uh, city. And so uh, he starts his campaign and he gets a referendum put on the uh, on the ballot and it just squeaked past and became a real thing. And he uh, 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 reneged on his promise and reneged on his uh you know, uh, duties to lead this city and left it completely high and dry, uh, and, and in chaos. So, yeah, so it, he did, he really did us dirty as the kids say. Yeah, he did. Um, it's almost like politicians can run for office as a joke, suddenly find themselves winning and fuck a lot of things up. But in regards to, 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 to this mayor though, he like literally disappeared after uh, the election. Like, and so Yikes. it's taken on a life of its own as far as where he is and, and, and what he could um, you know, possibly be doing. Now, some of the rumors about uh, his whereabouts is that um, some people believe that having accomplished his goals, he walked off into the tunnels and remains underground, which I'm assuming that's where we get into the whole Rat King idea. Um, sure. And some people just believe that he's lost in the tunnels. Um, others um, believe he's deliberately living in the belly of the city he created and occasionally walking um walking the tr- walking the trains in disguise i don't know what that means but so you disguised know. but like exploring the city and like, like boarding trains oh. and, and like walking through them i oh. suppose yeah okay that makes more sense now yeah so <laughs> they they think that he's just getting on the trains and 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 just pretending to be something that he's that he's not like um, a like a princess jasmine to the red lines agrabah i guess with less yeah, belly. Exactly. I, I, you know, maybe he does dress like Princess Jasmine. I don't, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Live your um, truth. Live your truth. Uh, so it's always a know, fun so- day when you realize it's Comic Con weekend because you look up and see like four <laughs> Naruto's or something so on, right, on the subway with you. Uh, it's beautiful. I've been meaning to go. I would love to do that. Um, those yeah, are we'll, like, we'll get drinks. Hit us up. Yeah. Or oh uh, tea. all and kinds coffee. of tea. Well, I know so many tea houses. Yeah, that would be great, too. Yeah, yeah we'll do, do some tea. That would be wonderful, actually. I like um, white tea and oolong, and those are good things. Um, I would do a first date at a tea place. Uh, I went on a first date at a tea place once. Would you like to hear about it, Julia? Yes, please. Okay, so it was with a guy I met at a Neil Gaiman event. <laughs> I remember um, this guy now. <laughs> because I I tweeted for some reason, something to Neil, Ga- to Neil Gaiman along the lines of like, okay, so I, I tweeted... I'm at the, you know, at Neil Gaiman reading, um, flying solo in the balcony. If you know me and you're here, say hi. Because I had friends on the internet who I knew were in New York and might have been going. And anyway, so Neil retweeted that. And so a bunch of men just came up to me and said hello in the balcony. One of (laughs) whom I thought was nice and took me on a date a few days later to a a, like tea house in like little Koreatown in New York City. And, um... It was horrible. And he didn't, <laughs> he couldn't talk very well to, to me. Like no, no shade, but just like, just it was awkward in person. Um, was a sword guy. Like talked about his swords. Oh no. And I was like, Uh-oh. oh no. Um, and then at the end of our date and I, I was like, I was, you know, I was along for the ride. Like I was like, all right, this is a nice person. Like I, we won't date, but like whatever. Uh, and then at the end of the date proceeded to give me a DVD of his animation reel. Nope. Um, because he was looking for jobs as an animator. Nope, nope, and nope, I was nope, like, nope. I'm a 19 year old sophomore at NYU. I don't know what you want from me exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but that's uh Whoa. that's my that's my tea house date that is a really terrible date i'm really sorry yeah thank you sorry to to derail here but <laughs> no i gotta no, go I've... on another tea house date uh with, with an excellent person and then you know i'll i'll erase the memory yeah no that's a ter- i mean yeah when when we when we come in uh we should all go get some tea when i when i come to see uh comic con i would i would, I would yeah. like to do that next year i think it would, it would be nice um We're I, I love new york i love new i york go every and, uh, year so we should do it what would you cosplay as michael oh 
That's a great question. Um, probably as um, man, who I, I, I really like. Um, have you guys been watching on Netflix um, the Bright Sessions? Yeah, oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, the I would totally. Um, I know uh, you know it's. Uh, you know, I feel like like an almost like an AU sort of thing. Like I think I would want to be um, like Doctor Bright. Like I, I really Ooh. I like I like Doctor Bright a lot. So like gender swap, Doctor Bright, love it. Yeah, or you know, like I really like ours, Paradoxica. Maybe like mm-hmm. um, also a real great show. Among my favorite shows. Yeah, yeah, I really really like that show too. So um, I don't know, like uh, again, I feel like I feel like I, I keep gender swapping here, but I would I would totally dig being Sally Grith- Sally Grissom. That's fine. Or, I I want to um, be a, a gender swap Captain Eiffel from Wolf Three Fifty Nine. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be great. I think we should all go as 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 something like that, and then uh, that would be there would be like almost like a theme going. That would be really awesome. cute. Can't you? Aren't you excited, Julia, to see the Caleb and Adam cosplays of like young, cute gay kids yeah. from high school? So oh, oh, that would so be cute. great. I can't. That wait. would be great. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be lots of lots of fun when that when that starts. You know, becoming more of a thing. That'd be great. Amazing. Um, I, I feel like I, I'm terrible. I, I feel like I always derail, but um, I was uh, with uh, with the mayor, right? So, right. Yes. Back to uh, the mayor. <laughs> no, no. I, oh, right. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, look, I, I'll talk about anything all day long, but the only thing is, is that I know that my bosses get really, really intense. Like, look, it's really weird at my place, and I probably shouldn't have said that on uh, public uh, anything. Um, uh, but, we'll, we'll cut it. It's fine. We, we oh, can, okay. yeah, we, we can totally edit, man. Don't awesome. worry. Awesome. All right, good. Uh, but there's like, um, like since, since this is kind of like a show about like, uh, uh, mythology and stuff like that, and 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 urban legend is that um, uh, uh, we have a lot of um, pneumatic tube systems in our uh, uh, building that uh, the uh, management uses to communicate to us. Are they left over from the days when like big apartment buildings would have like mail connections into the basement, so, like the U.S. mail system? Well, apparently they're still using them. Or yeah. I'm saying, are they new? Were they like newly no, installed? Newer. No, they're newer because they go everywhere. They go, Ooh. they go, they, uh, there's, there's places in the building that are, that are like key card locked. Uh, and we're just a, we're, we're just a, a we're third site, you know, we, we're just deal with, you know, uh, you know, predictions and, and, and all sorts of types of, 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 of things like that. So uh, it, it's sort of weird that we have that kind of security. Uh, mm. Yeah, and we it have seems like, a little um, bit disproportionate. Yeah, so like, but like, it's almost like too. Like, there's rumors that like we're bugged and that they can listen to everything uh, that we do and say, which you know, for the most part, is like whatever because I don't have anything really to hide. But it's kind of weird, like when you're having a conversation and then a a, a, a message comes to you through pneumatic tube and it's an answer to your question. Um, Ooh, that's sketchy as hell. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That's a hard no. That's <laughs> a hard no. There's paranormal activity at that place. I mean, Ooh. I feel like sometimes there's yeah, there's like a channeling or something goes on. I do, I do like my my friend of mine who who had passed away right before I got the job, and it's kind of a complex, complex, convoluted uh, explanation. But he was responsible for me getting the job, and uh, I, I I handle a a column uh, called um, uh, Dear Leon, and it's kind of like a, a Dear Abby sort of thing. Uh, uh, but I use, um, I Ching to, um, to, uh, help people out. And so like, I, I genuinely feel though, like when I'm doing it and I, and I, I try to do it from Leon's perspective is that there is that thing of like Leon channeling through me. I was like, he's in, in my ear. And I think that's kind of neat. And I, that's the only place that, 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 that it started happening in. And then, you know, start, you know, every now and then I still think I hear him though. So I guess that's kind of weird. I'm sorry that I said that out loud. No, that's that's um, cool. We we talk a lot about um like we have personal friends who, you know, their 
relatives have at the site or something like that. And, right. you know, they channel ghosts and stuff like that. So um, it's something that we're super open to just as, you know, cool. people. Yeah. Right, I'm good. not in the business of telling other people that their experiences aren't valid. Okay, good, good. Because I, you know what, I use that, that, that preconceived notion that, that, that somebody's going to laugh at you. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm glad there's no judgment there. Yeah, but man. isn't that um, on the flip side, isn't that a really beautiful feeling when you're with friends and you, you know, say something kind of hinting at a thing that you'd like to go into and they, and they give you an implicit or explicit sign that like, yeah, man, let's go there. You know, yeah. like talking about mental health or talking about, you know, loss or, or some kind of thing that is not appropriate all the time. Um, but to, to have that little, not a recognition, you know, and, yeah. and realize, oh, right, this, this is okay to do. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I always look for it at the end of what I'm saying, though, because like, yeah, I mean, it's easy to get the nod to go ahead. But then like when you're down oh, there sure. and like they're just staring at you and you're like, oh, and again, they're oh, like, oh, yeah, me too. Don't worry. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I thank you. Thank you. Because, I, you know, sometimes I just, you know, get a little excited and I say stuff. And so, yeah. Uh, Don't us we too. all. Us too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are all the ones that they gave me. And I actually gave you an extra one with the with the with the pneumatic tube system, which is I appreciate also, that. Yeah. Which it's really totally, totally yeah, real. it's really weird. And, and you know, like there's like there's like uh, hidden boozy spots in the in the place like people like high booze all over the place which also doesn't help but, yeah no you know no. yeah right but i mean i guess it's kind of cool like if i was thinking about it like years ago that you know like having working at a place and having like a, a bar at the place would have been kind of cool but uh i think just with the new perspective and all it's just doesn't really help huh yeah man well you know thank you so much michael um i think you gave us a really cool insight onto the urban legends of the red line. And I think cool. that now I totally have to make a trip back to Boston sometime soon. That would be great. Yeah. No. And this is, I mean, I, I, I really like this podcast. I mean, I, I haven't listened to all the episodes, but, uh, I, I really, really, I really, really like it. I, I well, listen to you. it. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like it has this great addictive quality to it and I like it. So you we guys appreciate it. And we appreciate you giving us your perspective on the urban legends of a nascent place. You know, like that's a very cool a kind place. of moment. <laughs> exactly. And, oh, uh, and seeing a, a baby good. place in its mythology kind of start to take off is, uh, is pretty beautiful. Yeah. No, I appreciate being asked on and or at least uh, told by my bosses to come on. So it's really cool. <laughs> Whatever your headcanon accepts, we will, we will take. <laughs> I appreciated it. All right. It was our pleasure, Michael. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Be careful of the rats. <laughs> Bye. Uh, oh, and listeners, remember, stay creepy, stay cool. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. The Spirits podcast is by Amanda McLaughlin and Julia Schifini. Spirits of Greater Boston was arranged by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen and improvised by Amanda McLaughlin, Julia Schifini, and James Oliva. This episode featured James Oliva as Michael Tate and our very special guests Julia Schifini and Amanda McLaughlin as Julia Schifini and Amanda McLaughlin. We are so thoroughly delighted to have Amanda and Julia join us for the Spirits podcast Greater Boston crossover. If you're not listening to the Spirits podcast, then you're making a mistake. Every episode features Amanda and Julia discussing real myths and urban legends from around the world, uh, accompanied by drinks. These are two smart, incredibly funny, and usually slightly inebriated ladies. Their show is 100% fun with a side of cultural education. You, you really have to go check it out. 
And if you want more creepy goodness this Halloween, please check out What's the Frequency, a psychedelic noir audio drama written by James Oliva and produced by me, Alexander Danner, and featuring a performance by Julia Schifini. Find it on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. The Spirits Podcast theme is by Kevin McLeod. Charlie on the MTA is recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Teedy. And like have your mouth at the end and just kind of like in a cartoon sense, like it goes goop, like right down No, your, I think then you would probably the choke and die. You'd probably asphyxiate. <laughs> well, wait, but, but, but it, if we're, if we're going <laughs> to fantasize about putting a burrito in, in a pneumatic tube, why can't we fantasize about the idea that it just, you know, shoots in your mouth just, and you eat I'm it? I'm just saying then, ghost in the tube. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of true blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's happening. happening.